Morning everyone, this is more a sort of a, a fairly intimate mental health based podcast around narcissistic abuse this morning because, well, in real time, I'm actually sitting having, um, well, I'm coming out at the end of a panic attack, but I have very, very um, covert sort of invisible panic attacks and um, that come out of nowhere and then I'll have much more aggressive verbal ones if I've had a lot of trauma, a lot of stress, and then something just tips me over the edge, off I go. Um, the last one of those type was 7th of January. But these these ones where I wake up and I just gradually start to get really anxious and I'm, I'm thinking there's nothing, nothing's upset me. Well, little things will upset me and then what will happen is usually it's in the morning. I get one or two a week and I start getting racing thoughts, this sense of terrible foreboding, or um, I then the pain starts in my, usually my left shoulder goes down to my left arm and results in this horrible pins and needles and tingling in my left hand. Sometimes I'll get it in both arms and both hands if it's really bad. And I sit and it can take two, three hours of this, this, and it is a type of, it is a type of panic attack. Um, and I wanted to talk about it because I think, well, for two reasons, really. One reason being, I think, publicly um, on my socials when I'm working and when I'm doing my videos and podcasts, I think people probably think life's fantastic for Lucy. You know, she's therefore she's perfectly mentally well. She's per- perfectly mentally healthy. She's totally got over what's happened through her life. Um, she's healed and all this, and I'm not. And um, this is this is how you know that you're dealing with CPTSD because you've come out of the war, but your body still thinks you're in it, right? And narcissistic abuse and stalking, which I've suffered, was stalking for over a decade, and then the narcissistic abuse really my whole life, and various other kind of one-off events, rapes and uh, sexual assaults and things like that, um, and. Uh, nothing like that really obviously I've still had the stalking but in terms of looking at the scale of trauma that I've had to put up with um, my left hand is killing me just the pain of it I once had this I had this so badly in November I thought I was having a heart attack and I got an ambulance out it was awful Uh, that's how high the pain is that's how painful it is the problems with my arm Um, so uh, yeah so uh, I've lost my chain of thought because I'm anxious. Hang on. Um, so yeah, so complex PTSD is, is basically your body reliving ugh, your body reliving trauma and fear and panic um, after the event or events that caused the trauma. Okay, uh, because your body still has all these chemicals and in, in it, you know, particularly cortisol whizzing round. It's always tr- it's going to be because it's tried to to, to protect you for so many years, it's, it doesn't know how to switch off. So sometimes just the smallest upset can set off what would be a reaction to something huge, okay? I think it's the best way I can describe it. And it's really hard to explain it to people that haven't experienced the sort of fear, long-term fear that's a victim that I like myself has suffered because you've got a nice house. I've got a lovely project over in Greece. 
I've got my books out. I'm clearly educated. I'm, I'm studying psychology and criminology and sociology at the moment. I've got the kids. Life has got so good now and relatively peaceful. I mean, the stalking, the proper stalking, really, really only stopped at the end of March when someone else got involved in it who is close within my family and uh, she obviously had some form of long-term involvement or power over the person running that abusive blog about me because once she kind of popped her head above the parapet and I contacted um, her partner, the blog was removed. So there is no coincidence there. Um, and that really then led to 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 what is really nine, you know, nine out of ten peace uh, after proper stalking and harassment and abuse for decades. Right. So in terms of what the, the external trauma in my life right now is tiny, one out of ten. Right. Because the daft is that's part of this is still jumping about Twitter. and Well, not jumping about Twitter. She's been very quiet for the last week and a half, and that's quite interesting because I think I know why. Um, but that's it, right? I'm not dealing with anonymous phone calls, horrific, horrific uh, messages, theft, vandalism, violent assault, street assaults, breaches of the peace, you know, all these fake accounts. I'm not dealing with any of that. Um, that was my friend trying to call me then because she knows that I've just done a little video on uh, Instagram about my anxiety so she's and she's a nurse so she'll be checking in on me that's nice see I've even got pals I've got pals um my partner's just steady eddy solid there's just no he causes me no problems at all he provides me with comfort safety assurance he's helping me realized quite a few dreams that I didn't even know I had because he genuinely wants this to work for me because if it works for me it works for him because when I'm happy he's happy um and and yet I am still having these what feels like almost like an aftershock you know and I think I lived I've lived in fight or flight response really without realizing it for my whole life I'm obviously working through this stuff as well in terms of like obviously trying to heal myself um, and I, I realise, because I'm, I'm looking for things to worry about, um, because I've always had so much to worry about, so much to be afraid of, I sort of, what next, what's this? Almost paranoid, but I was often right, so it's not really paranoid, but hypervigilance, mindset forever. Um, and because I'm not, I'm not living like that now, my life isn't like that now. My body is still trying to kind of reach out and try and find ways to help me. It thinks things are happening to me. It thinks I'm having trauma. It thinks I'm being stalked and abused. It thinks it's got to protect me. And it's doing that by giving me these spikes of anxiety, trying to get me into an anxious state to protect myself. But there's, there is no enemy. There is no crisis. You know, I've got something I am obviously naturally concerned about, right? But I'm not... I don't feel worried, but then my body is trying to make me worried, you know? So I think it's important to talk about that because just, you know, this is CPTSD. I don't, I take medication for my anxiety and depression, you know, and my life isn't so bad that I should be feeling like this. And that's complex PTSD after what essentially was mostly sexual and domestic abuse and stalking. And I just want people to know that, um, 
this does happen even years after things have settled down. Um, you must put the work in yourself to try to find what your triggers are, to reduce certain habits, um, just avoid certain people and places, uh, to keep yourself busy and healthy in wholesome ways, uh, get out, fresh air, water, eat right, you know, um, learn you know coping skills and you've got to do this work you can't just leave a narcissist you can't just leave an abusive situation and expect everything's going to get better because it doesn't there is still a huge amount of work you've got to do particularly if you've developed um cptsd symptoms as i have